Welcome to the San Antonio Baptist Association. You're listening to a Sabbath Teams podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to a Sabbath Teams podcast. Today's topic is all about media and technology. We have a great panel here today. Before we get started, let's kind of go around the room and uh, introduce ourselves. Uh, what's your name? Where you're from? And we'll start with uh, we'll start with uh, George here. Hey guys, uh, my name is Jorge Vasquez, um, aka George. Um, to a lot of people too. <laughs> um, so I'm the lead pastor at Agape Baptist Church, and thanks guys for for uh, having me here today. Uh, my name is Chad Shapiro. I'm the pastor of Ignite Community Church that meets in the uh, Thousand Oaks Family YMCA. When we get a chance to meet in the Thousand Oaks Family YMCA. I'm Tobias Green. I'm here at Lackland Baptist Church. Uh, glad to be here today. Uh, Yogi, that's what's up, man. Albert, all your hair is gone. I love it. I'm Joe Barber. I'm the pastor of St. Luke Baptist Church, uh, located on the west side of San Antonio, near downtown. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for being here today. I uh, just wanted to start off with with, with the question of what, what are some of the things that you guys are doing during this during this time to sort of stay connected with uh, your congregation, any media outlets you guys are using or different platforms? What has this time uh, been like for you guys? We've been very grateful to be able to use Zoom technology to stream uh, uh, our services through Facebook Live, but also um, they have this special feature called Breakout that we've been able to gather our, our people that have been in the service in small groups to pray for each other, see each other. And uh, really, you know, in a lot of ways, that's a blessing I look forward to taking out of this time uh, to have more connectivity to people that maybe can't get into the building as much from around the country and maybe even outside of the country or even sometimes they can't make it into the city. Um, so uh, that, that's been very great for us. At the St. Luke Church, we've been doing the Zoom. Uh, it's been a, a work in progress, I must say. We, we, uh, our main focus is how is trying to enhance and improve our services uh, week by week, and, and trying to uh, uh, accumulate different pieces of equipment that we may need. Uh, first off, it was sound distortion, and uh, when we would have the praise team come on, it was sound distortion. How to how to get rid of that and keep on and and be able to improve that. Uh, so it's been a work in progress. The good part about it is that it's uh, opened up another arena where where a generation that hasn't been coming to the sanctuary, they're now uh, checking into the room. And I'm really excited about reaching them. Uh, uh, and to the good news that my seniors are excited because they're able to worship with the generation that hadn't been in the sanctuary. <laughs> and so they're able to worship with the grandchildren and the children out of town and all this kind of stuff. For the first time, one lady said in five years, she's able to worship with her three daughters that live in Dallas in this at one time. And they're having a real good time being able to worship with each other. So I'm excited about what that could do. I just want to improve it uh, as we go on to where it becomes professional and be all that God wants it to be. Yeah, for, for us at Agape, we've been, um, so before we had already been live streaming our services on Facebook, and uh, we continue to do that after this uh, situation happened. And uh, so uh, we were gathering together with the worship team, the media team, and myself to, you know, to provide the worship time and the, and the message time as well. And so we've been utilizing Facebook Live um, 
we did uh, begin a new feature that Facebook has, which is Premiere. Uh, so we've been having to, um, we've been coming in and recording the messages, the, the worship, the songs, and uh, we set it to a premiere on Sunday. Uh, we have two services. We have a Spanish service at 930. So we premiere that at 930. And then at 11 o'clock, we premiere English service. And uh, so, but we also tapped into Zoom. Uh, we've been um, um, connecting with Zoom uh, for our Bible studies and trying to uh, keep our people connected. Uh, one of the things that I've mentioned to our leadership in our church is that I uh, wanted to keep things as normal as we could. Uh, we're kind of, um, you know, things are things are happening that are uncertain and people are, you know, some are panicking, some of them are okay, some are whatever. But uh, we just wanted to keep it normal as we could and we wanted to connect with other platforms where we can still have that connection with our people uh, through that. So, um, and then another way that we've been, um, from for my part as a pastor, um, so I've been taking my family on road trips to uh, to do drive drive in um, social distance visitation, and uh, so I've taken my kids. Uh, it's been crazy. Um, just uh, I have little ones, so they've been having a blast. Just be able to drive by, uh, say hello from a distance. Um, you know, the girl, my girls, they draw some cards for the members and say hello, tell them we miss them, stuff like that. So, so it's been, um, you know, it, it, it's been about trying to create ways to still be incarnational with our people. Nice. That's awesome. For us, um, obviously technology for millennials and the Gen Zers uh, allowed us to not skip a beat, right? Um, for Generation X, that's those born 1965 up until the early 80s. Uh, pretty much the same. However, we ran into some challenges with our baby boomers, you know, those born in 1946 to 64. And even uh, before that, um, it, it's been a challenge um, to try to get everybody to um, download applications, uh, pull up websites. Um, it, it's been a challenge. Um, and, you know, sometimes, and may this be an example uh, to us, you know, sometimes when we are apprehensive about technology, we don't know what's coming tomorrow. So I think our challenge is to embrace as much of this as we can. And hopefully we have a new normal. And when things clear up and we're able to fully go back to church, um, uh, that we don't negate what we've been doing on the technological side as well. Uh, obviously making the most of this time, uh, some of the things we've been trying to do, training our seniors, uh, you know, you can still social distance and train a few folks, right? Uh, on computers, iPads, screens, online giving, uh, it's very important. There's another app that I would uh, suggest called uh, dialmycalls.com. Uh, it allows you to send out mass communication. You can send out mass texts at one time, and it will allow you to uh, record up to a two-minute announcement and it calls each person, uh, and it delivers your message. Whether they answer the phone, it will go to voicemail. If they pick up the phone, they'll hear your voice. So it's very cutting edge, and so with these platforms, we can continue to fulfill, you know, Hebrews 10.25 about not forsaking assembly. Mm. That's so good. Yeah, 
you were talking about different apps and, and stuff like that. And that something that's been on my heart the past couple of days is uh, connecting with that, that younger generation. And there's a, there's this app out uh, now called house party. It's fairly new and house party for anybody out there listening, house party is the, it's like the number one group app to engage with the younger generation. And it's kind of like a zoom call, except there's like 50 pre-programmed games within the app to where uh, the students or the youth can kind of play these, you know, card games or just different fun games to engage. And it's really, really neat. So I, I don't know, that was just kind of on my heart. If, if any, anybody's listening to, that wants to connect with that younger generation, uh, house party, it's a great app app to use. So I'm just thankful for technology during this Is that kind of like the movie? What's that? <laughs> Is that kind of like the movie? <laughs> I, I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in this one. Right. <laughs> that throw some humor. <laughs> I think that's going to be the edit part. That's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but. A lot of cool things, a lot of great things that you guys are talking about. And, uh, you know, I think one of the consistent things is that normalcy, that that providing that comfort to the congregants, that providing that that contact. Brother Jorge, I, I love watching those videos of you guys driving around. If y'all haven't seen one, check them out. They're on the uh, Agape Baptist Church uh, web uh, Facebook. And brother brother Jorge is, is driving around, and uh, they pull up in front of a house. I saw one where it was uh, to to uh, to a brother and sister that I, that I know very well, and uh, they pulled up to the house, and he's like, "Okay, whose whose turn is it?" And then one of his daughters like grabs a card and runs out and puts on her mask and everything and runs up, up to the house. And it's just really cool things. And they're little things like that that really provide that normalcy and provide that comfort to our to our members, you know, where they their worlds have kind of been turned upside down. And they see that, you know, little things like uh, like recording the sermon uh, in the sanctuary building, you know, them seeing the building that they that they're used to that little things like that really go a long way when it comes when it comes to to uh, maintaining that that connectivity that's awesome yeah how how uh, how have your congregants uh, or anybody in, in the church been receiving the, the new technology phase or have uh have people been been accepting it or people kind of like oh i, I, I don't i don't want to do this or how's that been that whole aspect you know i had um oh go ahead, go ahead brother oh, okay um i was actually that was one of the worries i had because i do have a good group of seniors in our church and um I thought that was going to be a, a challenge and it, it has been a challenge uh, to some level, but, um, but thankfully it's been actually really worked out really well where they have been very accepted, have been accepting this, this, this thing that's happening. Um, you know, people that had not had a Facebook before or different things and, you know, mm-hmm. even doing some personal uh, zoom training with some people and uh, just kind of seeing as, as the beginning to be the new normal in some way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there has been a lot of challenges within that. Um, as a matter of fact, I was on the phone with, a with an older couple who, uh, don't have a tablet, don't have a computer at home. Um, they do have a smartphone and trying to, um, encourage them to download Facebook so they can watch our services. Cause for three weeks, they hadn't watched our services. They hadn't, you know, they hadn't been out of the house, things like that. So, so that challenge was there. But the acceptance of it has been very positive in, in our church, and I thank God for that. So. That's cool. 
That's awesome. Yeah, speaking of Facebook, I was scrolling through the other day and I saw Pastor Chad, you had uh, uh, different people on there, I think every other day or so, just like encouraging the church. And it was kind of cool. I was like, wow, there's a lot of engagement here. There's like, there's like bunch of dozens of comments and stuff. Where did the idea come from? Was that you just trying, you're like, hey, I just need to connect or how are people receiving that? Uh, uh, so Pastor asked me to do record a quick uh, prayer uh-huh. for them. And uh, I thought that that's what they were going to do, you know, with the prayer. And so I thought that was an awesome idea. So I started doing that every day. And then I found out that they kind of collaged it with a bunch of prayers just before as a part of the service. So it was a little bit different idea than where, where I thought he was heading, but it's been really great, especially initially when everybody was caught so off guard by this whole thing um, mm-hmm. to see other people outside of our church that were lifting up uh, them and our church, um, help them feel more tight knit to, to the big church, not the little church and to feel encouraged to go forward. So it's been a real blessing. Yeah. That's cool. I saw that. Was, that was encouraging to me the other day. I saw that and I was like, wow, that was, that was pretty cool. Uh, Another real quick thing we did that was real easy to do was we we uh, sent pizzas out to some of our key leaders, um, which, uh, you know, it's easy with, the, you know, like a, an app or something, you know, to just punch in their address. And we created a little online form about what their favorite pizza was. So we knew their toppings and their address and everything and just kind of shot it out there. Um, and again, we didn't. We also delivered Easter baskets, which was a little hard, like Jorge, you know, dropping them off. But the pizza thing was so easy because it was just going on the app and, you know, type it in and pizza's going around the city. Wow. So creative. That is, that's, I've never heard of that one. That is so cool. I love that. That is a great way to stay connected and engaging. And wow. So cool. I think one of the big questions that's been on, on the minds of, of a lot of congregants and even a lot of pastors and some of the questions that we've been handling. Um, when, when, what, what of this that you guys are using now, what, what uh, skills, technologies that you're using now, do you think will, will transition into the future when, when we're past all this and COVID-19 is a memory and we're back, you know, to don't want to say, you know, to back to normal, but when, when things start going back to kind of the way they were, are there any tools that you guys will continue to utilize or continue to use uh, here in the future? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, I think um, I think we're going to continue to do um, live services online, um, still having that uh, option for people, whether they're sick or whether they're not able to come for whatever reason, and given the option where they can, you know, log in and also open it up to our you know, online community, be able to, to watch our, our services. So I think the, that, what you know, um, that, that platform of live Facebook will continue to do that. Um, I think Zoom uh, or any video conference platform, uh, we will continue to do uh, to some extent. Obviously, I think um, at least within the context of our church, we thrive on fellowship and being together. I think, you know, for the most part, I think that's maybe most churches, but we, we just enjoy being, you know, being together and with each other and things like that. So, uh, but I think utilizing some of these video conferencing platforms will still be present. Um, probably not in the level of where we are having it right now, but um, definitely look forward to back to that normality or maybe the new normal. So that's good. For me, uh, we're going to continue with uh, 
of what we're doing. Uh, my main focus is to accumulate the, all these apps. My, my church, this is something that we've been wanting to do. We've been kind of preaching and talking about this uh, long before this this uh, situation, this pandemic came about. And my generation, I, I'm a baby boomer also, so I, I'm, I'm listening to apps and all this stuff, and I'm going like, what you talking about, Willis? So the whole thing was what was basically the great thing of this whole deal is kind of forced us to do something that I've been talking about for months and months prior that we would need to do these things to be able to, to, to do ministry in this 21st century. So the great thing is now we're forced to where we have to do it. And now we're seeing that it's something that uh, is doable. Now, now the challenge for us now is just to become familiar with the different apps the different things that when we do, even when we do come back into the building, I'm hearing about the the the, the uh, uh, house party and the and the dollop of pizza thing and all this kind of stuff that's going on, and I'm going like, wow, how how cool is that to be able to do this, even even once we come back into the room, because. I'm a hugger, and, and, and my churches, you know, the congregants that come, we're used to hugging each other. Uh, those that have been around me know that I'll, I, I I like to hug. Uh, so we miss that. So I'm I'm really challenged as far as uh, uh, how how to uh, uh, continue uh, with this Zoom and with whatever other avenue it is, to the recording and all this stuff in the future to where it will still be palatable, uh, people will enjoy the people that still uh, tune in or still come. So I think that this opened up a, I'm excited about what the future holds as far as this technology. Just just as long as I get to understand what it is that I'm, I'm dealing with. <laughs> right. if, that, if that makes any sense to anybody. Uh, like right now, I'm in the room, but then I'm not in the room because for some reason or another, I'm not, I'm not actually able to connect you know, with you guys. So I have to look at my equipment. So that's always been this boomer's uh, uh, fear is that on come Sunday morning, uh, we're going to be live. And and, then all of a sudden I'm for some reason or another, I'm not being, I'm not being seen. I'm being heard, but I'm not being seen or I'm being seen, but I'm not heard. And I don't know what's going on with the equipment. Uh, That's the fear that we have as a St. Luke church is, as far as going forward. Mm. Well, you know, if I could say something to kind of just encourage everybody, you know, hey, throw that disclaimer out there. We're working through the kinks. Um, you know, please be flexible. I saw something. Uh, we were trying to order a, a what was that, Albert? A, a Black Magic mini switcher so you can do different cameras. And uh, one of the things it said was uh, pretty much it said, please have your expectations <laughs> pretty much be, be prepared for it to not work. Right. <laughs> okay. So give that disclaimer that yeah. we're working on it. And the cool thing is, is that we can still meet in a, like in groups of 10, right? So we could still do with our mask and everyone gloves or whatever, how you set, you would want to set that up. And you could train your leaders, have someone, we can still do a training at our churches um, on certain, um, you know, apps and how to work certain things, given that they don't have compromised immune system. We have to use wisdom. We know that what's wisdom. Wisdom is just knowledge that's being used. So Mm -hmm. uh, for those who 
are uh, of good health and that can come and help. And typically it's your young folks, you know, your medium age, uh, I'll say 20 to 40, I'll just give that number as an example, 20 to 45, uh, that can come in and understand it pretty quick and begin to show someone else how to do it. And uh, Eric and I talked about this a while back is, you know, sometimes just recording this stuff and sending an app or, or the YouTube link on how to do it just mm-hmm. saves so much more time. Yeah, that's that's so good. And that's a great seg- segue, Tobias, what, uh, along the lines of encouragement. What is as as media gurus now what is what is a word of encouragement or some advice you would give to somebody that's teetering on that fence of should i even go down this technology route there's so many is there wires how do i set it up it, like what is something that you would say to somebody that's kind of on the fence uh in the media aspect i like to the deep i like what tobias said about just tempering your expectations understanding that it won't be easy you know um, studying it, you know, just, just, uh, it, it is a, a new normal, you know, and sometimes we get in a comfort zone of doing things the same way. And, um, and, or we, as pastors do it all by ourselves instead of delegating properly. And maybe somebody else has those gifts are a little bit more comfortable that they actually may feel very empowered to be able to help lead in that area. And, uh, you're tapping into their gifting in some in some way so uh i would say go for it you know it's it's uh it's created you know we say we want things to go back to the way they were uh, i think we should all be praying for things to be way better than they've ever been ever before and uh and this is part of it yeah i think what this yeah. has done is this has added tools to the arsenal it just it's helped you know i know uh like for the zoom uh, we would have uh, house studies. And one of the big things on the house studies was the attendance because, I mean, if you get home from work at five o'clock and you're tired, you don't want to change clothes and then drive across town to somebody's house to go have Bible study. So for, for little things like that, you know, I see this continuing. And, you know, after two months of this, I think we're, we're pretty well versed in, in how to host a Zoom meeting. So that with, along with what we're, with what we're doing, I think it's just, there, there are more options and there are more, more tools that we can use to spread the gospel. Mm. That breakout feature I was talking about of Zoom, like I, I would, we would go streaming live on our services and because I knew some people on social media from business, they would watch and they'd say, hey, we're, you know, we feel like we're part of your church, but there was no real connection to them besides a comment on Facebook and them saying that they loved the service. But now with that Zoom, they've been in there. And in fact, they've been able to be in the little breakout rooms and we've seen them on camera and they've been there and in different states. And even last night, there was a gentleman from Eldoret, Kenya, um, that we've been supporting that was in the, the meeting with us on video. We've been able to be in prayer. So I think the, the care of people, um, you're watching the sermons, yes, but even deeper care of prayer and, and, and feeling seen and heard, you know, a two-way communication instead of just one way where we blast out messages and they receive them. But now they get a chance to be heard, which I think is going to be so valuable. You know, one of the things that we started doing was <clears throat> we attempted to every Saturday at about three o'clock in the afternoon, we scheduled a Zoom meeting. 
And, you know, it's the day before we're going to meet, you know, live stream. And, um, you know, we get to talk about what our Sunday school is going to look like. Uh, we have one person one of our ordained ministers who actually comes in at 9:45 and he goes live and teaches Sunday school. Um, as of yesterday, um, since we kind of changed up our schedule, our praise team still meets. We meet uh, and rehearse uh, Wednesdays at four. And so now our Sunday school guy comes in at 5:45, and I, I don't know who was talking about premiere. I think Brother George was talking about a Facebook premiere where you can record it and schedule it to premiere at a certain time. So that way you don't have so much going on at one time. It's already right. recorded and uh, it frees people up to do other things. Uh, but uh, this Zoom call right like the day before, it's amazing. You get to hear, ask questions. Uh, and sometimes folks bring up stuff that you didn't even think about. So it's mm. very important um, to have uh, what Brother Chad said, um, that dialogue, you know, that two way going back and forth uh, on what we need, you know, who to pray for, who's in the hospital, all of that. That's very important. Mm. Wow. That is so good. Yeah, I hear a lot of Zoom and Facebook, and it seems like these are these are some great great platforms to get connected to. Just just for the sake of time, I want to ask one more question. If somebody's driving in their car, kind of listening to this podcast, and they really like what Jorge said or Tobias Chad or Joe, how can they get in contact with you guys? How can they they reach you if they want to ask you guys a question or get set up the way that you guys are getting set up? Uh, I could be reached. This is Tobias Green at Lackland. You can call me on my cell. Uh, 337-523-1055. Leave me a message or text me. I'd be glad uh, to respond and help out in any way that I can. Pastors, for you guys that are here on the line, I'd love to connect with you all uh, and network. And uh, hopefully we can do this in person soon. But until then, I mean, we love it. (laughs) I'm Joe Barber. Go ahead, Brother Joe. I'm Joe Barber. You can reach me by cell at 210-364-8713. Uh, text, leave me a message, and, and we can hook up and, and talk about this thing. Uh, this is uh, George Vasquez um, with Agape Baptist Church. Uh, my cell phone is 210-819-1506. And um, you can call me, but I'm not the guru for media. And I can point you to our wonderful media team who has helped me so much with making sure that we are remain connected. So we can definitely help you with um, information that they have and all the cool gadgets they have for that. And uh, I just want to emphasize just a couple of things. I think one of the positive things in here. Um, and this is a personal thing, I guess, for, for me and my family. So we have a big family. I have five kids. And uh, so um, my wife and I were just talking about this yesterday and how this um, online and Zoom meetings has been so less stressful in the sense of you guys talked about getting ready, you know, running late, things like that, where, you know, we're like uh, five minutes before the Zoom meeting or whatever. And it's OK, because we're still going to be we're not have to get in the car. You don't have to buckle car seats, all these things. So um, to those younger families out there, I think this is going to be a great tool, I think, for something that for us pastors to consider as well, because 
uh, if you have younger families, then um, I think you would understand some of these aspects of stress levels and how things can get. Um, so, and uh, so I would just want to encourage you, uh, find ways, find creative ways to be able to um, target everybody, not just uh, a certain group in our congregation, but look at every aspect of families that you have. So, but I'm here, help you in any way I can. And uh, thank you for, for listening today. And thank you, Saba. Appreciate it. And my, uh, my name's Chad Shapiro. You can call me 210-705-3021, or Pastor Chad at Ignite Community Church. Uh, Pastor Chad at IgniteCommunity.Church. Call me Tobias. You got it. Put it in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That is so cool. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us for the Sabbath Teams podcast. Uh, this topic was all about media and technology. We want to thank you for all those for listening. Um, this was a blast. This is fun. We got to do this again sometime. Once again, this is the Sabbath Teams podcast. Thank you for listening. Take care and God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Sabbath Teams podcast. We look forward to continuing our conversation next time in hopes of better connecting, encouraging, and supporting churches for kingdom impact.